In the second half of this episode today, we discuss season four, episode 16, where the writers attempt to address a culturally sensitive topic. The interaction depicted in this episode represents wrongdoings from the past that is sadly still present today. Rather than brush past this topic, we want to acknowledge its impact, learn from it and ensure a more inclusive future together. Ahoy and welcome back to Binge Worthy Breakdown. I'm Kate. And I'm Caitlin. And we are the podcast that is dedicated to all binge watches where we review and discuss all related tidbits from everyone's favourite shows. Yeah, yeah. Still being Brooklyn Nine-Nine. 9-9. Let's push on. Yeah, season yeah. four, Caitlin. Yes, season four. How'd you like these two episodes? I loved these ones. Yes. Loved them. They're very good. Very good. Very funny one and then a pretty serious one. A pretty serious one. Very eye-opening. Yes. Yes. Which they don't really do at all. This is like their first major one. Yeah. Um, Which is a bit of the feedback. Well, not feedback, but like um, what I've seen about season eight, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of, I think we've touched on it a little bit, but obviously there's COVID, there's the Black Lives Matter uh, movement that happens because yes. it's kind of like current and obviously season eight's pretty new mm. that they touch on that quite a bit in okay. season eight. So it would be very, I, I think it's quite educational. Yeah. I personally, I learned quite a bit um, from the Moo Moo episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a few things that were a bit like eye opening and going, wow, I didn't, didn't realise um, people can be treated in that manner. Yeah. Um, I've seen it in other shows. I always talk about Crazy Anatomy. I'm sorry, I love it. But um, there's quite a few people of colour in that show. Yes. Um, and how they're mistreated as doctors. Um, yeah. You know, and they're not, they don't want them I to I think help it's a pretty and... hard topic to broach for rioters as well because yeah. um, you really have to be culturally sensitive. And, yeah. you know, I think Especially a majority. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. They can come under a lot of backlash for putting in the wrong thing. Um, And it just takes one minor comment in the episode for it all. And your show's tarnished. Yeah. Done. Done and dusted. Exactly right. But I think they did a a, a pretty good um, part of that. I mean, when we get to Moo Moo, obviously, I I mean, I'm sure you will too, but we'll voice our concerns in a couple of things. I'll be Mm -hmm. honest, there were a few things that were said where I was like, Maybe mm, at the time it was yeah. okay. Maybe it wouldn't be so much now. Um, well, if you look back at other things, like for instance, The Office, like a lot of people, all the yeah, actors are that. like, yeah. you know, it wouldn't work in today's society, yeah. which is true. Like, you know, there's a big difference that can happen in a couple of years. Yeah. Like, what years were these kind of? 2017. Really? Yeah. So what five years ago? It's only five years ago. But you know, still, but so much has changed yeah. between that time. But it's what's disappointing um, to a degree is that. I don't know if disappointing is the right word, but it was deemed sort of okay yeah. then. So why is they it now it that it's not? close to the line but not over it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's good now that it's like, no, you just don't go there. Um, I think there's just more awareness, um, people yeah. voicing their... I think they definitely would have discussed it. They would have checked everything, um, like especially with like Terry and Andre. Yeah. I'm sure they would have been helping like essentially produce this well the writer as well um which again i know we're jumping the gun an episode here but the writer for that particular episode um was of color so oh that's good yeah so they i had I a lot of input that. then was, yeah so i think having um a writer um in somewhat relation to the context of the episode yeah. is 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 pretty good of brooklyn 99 to not just say oh yeah we'll just put 
you know, anyone can write this episode. Like, they, I feel like yeah. they thought about it because I guess whatever they've written, yeah. it, they're comfortable with. Yeah. You know? I think it's it's good as well because they've got um, – they they didn't add any extra people in. Like, True. Terry and Holt were enough. They're a big enough presence to yep. represent them and that community. Yep. Um, and they well, – I feel like they've always been pretty good – at um, well, Holt's background, yeah, addressing Holt's background, like yeah. Terry, even for other, like for instance, having uh, both Melissa and Stephanie on mm-hmm. as two Latina, Latina. Yep. girls, like a minority again, being main characters in a show, like from the get go, they were representing a lot of minorities, yeah, which was very good. And we also come to, um, I'm not sure, I can't recall what season it is, but um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine do very well again in discussing the cultural concerns and issues with women in the workforce. Yes. Um, because Jake, again, has another realisation going, oh, I've never had to deal with that before. Yeah. And Amy's like, you don't understand, this is what happens. Because that's right, they try to get that girl to confess or to the bullying thing and then she ends up losing her yeah, job. Yeah, that's like, right. like, don't do it. That whole thing, you know, like that's pretty important episode and yeah. I feel you and I will obviously be able to give a lot of feedback and our experiences from that perspective. Um, but we do want to also just acknowledge too that if we, Kate and I have zero intention of offending anyone, yes. um, we are going to be very careful in how we discuss the Moo Moo episode Um just to also let you know that our quotes, as for those of you that listen quite regularly, we do quite funny quotes and we mm-hmm. laugh about them and things like that. Um, and Kate and I both agreed that all our quotes for that particular episode are not in relation to any conversations between Holt and Terry yes. um, about the issue. But we will, however, um, where it's appropriate, we will you know, cut in that direct. snippet directly from the show. Yeah. Um, so that way we don't say it incorrectly and we don't offend anyone. So yeah. we will, uh, you know, acknowledge it from that perspective. Um, but that being said, let's start with episode 15. Yes, The Last Ride. The Last Ride. Very so good episode. This was a good episode. This, to me, old school Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like yes. season one, two, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. It's kind of like a flashback. It is. And I think it's because it was almost going to be the, potentially the end. Yeah. Well, that's how they all thought it was going to yes. be. Um, so our original air date here was April 25th. 2017, written by David Phillips and directed by Linda Mendoza, another female director. Mm. I've noticed a few of them lately, which I love because it's... Yes, inclusive. Early in the 2000s, it wasn't a thing. Mm. Men were always directing and quite a few female directors. I'm curious if you can. Can I give you a little bit of homework? Okay. (laughs) Parks and Recs, can you see if... We'll do a bit of a search to see how many Mm -hmm. female directors they may have had, similar show and... Obviously, writers or creators, I should say. I'm very curious. Anyway, our Scully and Hitchcock synopsis here is, in what could be their last case as partners, Jake and Charles go to great extremes to apprehend a local bike thief. <laughs> so just made me laugh. A bike. Um, Terry shockingly isn't in the lead for Mr. Nine-Nine, the detective who has solved the most cases, leaving Rosa determined to boost his ego. Meanwhile, Amy spends some precious time with Holt. So in this episode, we have those three storylines. We will get into our opener shortly, but obviously Jake and Charles, their mm-hmm. final thing together. Terry being a little bit of a downer, Debbie down on the fact that yeah. he's um, so close to being the most cases solved. 
um, but is two cases short and they're obviously not getting any more cases at the moment because it's been, this is where they announced it's between 7-4 and the 9-9. Yes. And um, Amy and Holt and the binder. Ooh, yes. The what an binder. episode. Very good. Very so good. cold open. Yes, the cold open. Before we begin, I did have Oh, yes, you did have a quick look. You. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, so 30.9% of Parks and Rec's directors are women. Nice. 69.1% were men. So a third of the, That's okay. It's better than nothing. Yeah. That's pretty good. I like it. Facts. Laying the facts on you. <laughs> uh, but yes, the cold open of this one yes. is when Holt's announcing that essentially the precinct is going to be shut down mm-hmm. to the squad. And Jake's like, nah. Not going to happen. We need to solve a big case before mm-hmm. the hearing tonight because Amy's friend, which now turns out to just be a work colleague. Yeah, when she realises. It's just emails. Yeah. Oh, Gina. Um, and that they got a hearing tonight of exactly which precinct essentially will be shut down, which is most likely going to be 9-9 unless something drastic happens. Yes. Um, and this is when Jake has that, uh, you know. Empowering speech. Empowering speech yeah. about everyone that strike team Thunderkill Alpha colon hard target. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I needed to write it down. I would have yeah. forgotten. Um, and then all about the um, inner circle, you know, and Carl. And yeah. he's like, there's an inner circle? Yeah, there's an inner circle? Like he was so devastated. Um, but it's interesting because... I noticed at the end of this episode when the SWAT team went in that Marv is always mm. it's always the same guy. Oh, okay. That the SWAT's always like, Are oh, you guys ready? Oh. oh at the very, very yeah, end. Yeah, and that's the, in the that's, car. That's the guy that Jake goes, Is this shirt inoffensive to and he goes, is uh, it the same yeah, guy? Little, yeah. Oh. It's always him. Oh, I've never noticed. He's the okay, SWAT leader. Interesting. Cool. Um, I was like, oh, he keeps popping up. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Nice. Um but yeah, that was the opener. Yeah. Um so, yeah, chances are running out because basically they need a very big case to yes, help and, them on. and that's when Jake's like, what have we got? And he's like, a 10-year-old's bike is yeah, being stolen. Right. He's like, <laughs> okay. all right, we'll take it. <laughs> and then it cuts to credits. Yeah. So it's a continuation one again. All of them were so fun. Mm. I like that though. I don't. I do like when they have the random ones, but we said, I think it was like season, I feel like it was season two when they had too many that weren't in relation to the episode. Some just had... Like absolutely nothing and they yeah. weren't even funny. And again, I'm referring to the ants one because we hated the ants one with the whole snow. and they yeah. Like that was just stupid. Um, I feel like maybe they've had message boards and things like that where they've gone, people prefer if it's related to the episode coming. Maybe. Um, because we've had that pretty consistently throughout season four so far. I feel Most like of them have they're kind similar. of picking up. Like it's hard to kind of jot, like end things, do random and then continue from where you left off like mm. because it's such a continuous storyline. But I liked – but I re- the one thing I miss about it is – Charles' idiot comments? That, but also how they used to, um, you know, just have an impromptu – was it impromptu? Yeah, in, the improv moments. The improv moments, you know, like to just say whatever you want and react to however you please. Like I feel like we're missing that a little bit. Yeah. The, yeah, with these opens. episodes, a little less improv. Yeah, and I get it's a bit more of a serious. Um, although the next one, I love it when they're wearing the same outfit. Oh yeah, that was great. That was great. <laughs> so good. Um, uh, yeah, but uh, there was three, four, four, four? Oh, three and a half plots. Three and a half. One, two. Where are you getting three? Oh, let me. Well, I've got expand. three. Where's the half? A Gina, pulling pranks. Oh, you're kidding. I, I, okay. I kind of did that as a I half one. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Because it's kind of related, but then kind of <laughs> not. 
bed. <laughs> You'll just drink some bed. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, oh, so we've got good. Gina pulling pranks. Yep, which is just consistent throughout the whole episode. Yeah, literally to the last scene. She walks in and Terry's all like trying to. Terry's trying to get a new case yes. to help save them and they're not giving any cases. So he's all glum about it. And that's when yep. Gina walks in, all positive yep. and, you know, like, like loving life. Yeah. And he's like, what the hell? And he's like, oh. she's like, I'm living my best life. I'm making a G-hive, that's you know, right, my yeah. online community. And that's when she's like, I'm going to be pulling pranks on people. Um, live feeds. Yeah, live feed of pulling pranks. And that's when she keeps offering people drinks and food basically filled with cement and yes. they take it. Did you notice, little handout, you may have had this written down, I apologise if you did, but I personally noticed it and then when I was reading the trivia and the goofs, they had it jotted down. But in that particular scene when she started to record and then she was like talking mm-hmm. into it, the timer wasn't moving. Yeah. It was still zero seconds the whole time. Like you could see her face moving on the screen, but it wasn't actually recording. I was like, come on, guys. Maybe she, I think she went to hit it, but she missed. Because uh, yeah. you can see she went like that, but I think she actually just missed it. But probably because she delivered her lines so well and probably didn't fluff it up. They just went with it. But I was like, oh, disappointing. They like, wasn't actually recording. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird that she didn't improv something, though, in that moment. She must not have realised. Yeah, mustn't have. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's a minor detail. I think because we're doing this, I noticed it. Yeah. Probably if I was just watching it for the sake of watching the episode, would have noticed it. (laughs) (gasps) But, yeah, so let's start with – well, we've we've said Gina's, I guess. There is a bit of detail at the end, guys, though, which – how she helped save the precinct. Yes, yes, um, yes. But then we also had um, Terry wanting yes. to that, – well, that's why he was desperate for a case because yes, he wants right. to beat um, Hitchcock's number of cases. I cracked up when Rosa asks, well, who's got the most? And he goes, Hitchcock. And Hitchcock goes, Hitchcock? <laughs> like he and Scully both surprised and still Hitchcock said his own name. Oh, yeah. And when he said that, I actually got confused and I was like, Aren't you, you are Hitchcock? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're not Scully. And I'm like, what? And then when he went on about it and then put his foot in his own spaghetti um, or paschetti as he paschetti. called it. <laughs> um, I was just like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, it's very. They do very well with those characters. Oh, so good. Very and I enjoyed, well. I've been, have I not been asking for weeks to get these two involved in yes, the storyline? And they've finally yes. given us a little bit more. Um, a little just taste. in this episode, yeah, um, where they've given them a bit more lines and airtime, and I, I love it every time yeah. they do. Um, but basically, yeah, he's just because of the purge in the eighties. Yes, that's why he's got more cases. Plus, he's got twenty years on him. Yes, you he's know, the so, oldest one there. Yeah, so I, I'm just like Tez, relax, like. Did you just call him Tez? I did. That's cute. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said that just came out. Your mate Tez. My mate Tez. Like, just relax, bro. No. Um, just calm down. Like, chill. You've got, all you have to do is wait. Oh, no, because he thinks, no, but hold on. What? Is it at that particular precinct? Yeah, it's Mr. 9-9. Yeah. Well, it's not cases overall because I was just about to say, don't worry, you're going to go to another precinct. You just knock off the nah, amount of cases the there, but that specific, Mr. hence the Mr. 9-9. Yeah. Mm, good one, Caitlin. 
Um, but then Rosa comes up and is like, oh, I've yes. got a case for you. This guy's, you know, had his phone stolen on the yep. bar. And Terry's like, yes. So yes. Excited. So excited. He's like, I just want the insurance claim. He's like, no, we got to solve it. Yeah. But then. What was he wearing? A blue jumper. That's a lead. <laughs> oh, so good. But essentially it cuts to uh, Hitchcock and Scully with him in hands cu- in handcuffs. And Terry's like, what the hell? Yeah. He's like, oh, well, we caught him on the phone because we were in the toilet. Um, and he was saying that he, you know, they tricked us and yeah. wasn't stolen. Yeah. Um, so they arrested him and he's like, um, the only way we did that is because we um, we had our, both our feet up on the door when we were going toilet. Oh, and they're like, and then Rosa's do like, not- do not continue. Yeah. I will knock your key- kneecaps <laughs> off. Um, anyway, so he then <laughs> he then comes back and um, Hitchcock, uh, Scully goes, oh, have you seen his new tattoo? Sorry, check it out. Hitchcock got a tattoo. Mr. Nine-Nine. Why are you putting a gun in your mouth? I'm blowing smoke off the barrel. It's cool. The barrel is fully inside your mouth. You're clearly about to kill yourself. You're just jealous because he's got the arrest record and you don't. Yeah. Suck on this. Click. Pow. You pulled the trigger, man. That was a suicide. And then it cuts to them being at the bar and Rosa's got this backpack. Yeah. Couldn't like his. It it was cute because she's like snap out of it basically. Yeah. Like you don't realize what you've done. He's like what? Um, she can, opens up the backpack and it's all a bunch of files. Yeah. And she's like, this is everything that you've done for us for like the amount of cases that you've helped us with. Yeah. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have got this. Yeah. I missed a clue. You helped with this when Jake's yeah. one. Yeah. This is you know Amy and you've helped all of us. So really, once it's all accumulated, you've done the most cases. Yeah. I mm-hmm. thought that was really, part of me, really sweet. Yeah, it's like because we haven't really had much Rosa and Terry, nah, just since... Rosa and Terry, have we? Nah. Like ever? No, nah, not really. Not really. Oh no, the ballet stuff, and then him kind of park trying to parkour. Oh yeah, we have too. We've, We've had, had a little bit. Of Rosa and <laughs> better, like, Terry. The more than there was in the first season. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a little bit of a cute kind of like interaction. You know, mother hen, you've helped us and yeah. you don't realise everything you've done for us, even though your name's not on yeah. you know, the case files. But there's you're the hundreds one hundreds of cases that that you have you. essentially helped solve yeah. um solve for us. Exactly right. So it's kind it of like, sweet. Oh, all yeah. right. You got oh, me. Oh, thank you. All right. <laughs> um but then yeah, we obviously had Holt and Amy as well as another sire plot, which is one of my favourite kind of plots that happened on the show. Yep. Um, But Amy's all disappointed because she goes up to Gina's desk going, is is Holt free? That never happens. Well, all his blinds were closed. Yeah, but even I swear in other instances where they've just knocked on the door and walked in. Or have always the blinds been open? Like we've never seen yeah. them ask I don't Gina. Know. And I get it's for the setting up for the you to drink cement. Like I get that. Double pranked. Yeah. <laughs> Triple pranked. <laughs> hey, can I talk to the captain? Oh, he's on the phone. Do you want a coffee while you wait? They made me an extra one on accident. Oh, sure. Thank you. Oh my god! What is that? Cement! You just drank cement! <laughs> Guys, check back in to see if she dies. Oh. <coughs> You're not really gonna die, probably, okay? Just a little honey for the G hive. Also, you can talk to Holdy. He is not on the phone. What is happening? It's a little something I call 
Two pranks for the price of one. Santiago, I'm on the phone. Triple prank. Um, I get from that perspective, but I just thought to myself, no one has ever asked Gina, is Holt free? Yeah. They've all just knocked on the door and walked in or whatever. And she's like, no, he's on a phone call. <laughs> and she's like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. And then she walks in. And then he was. And notice how he ends a phone. Dear. Goodbye, dear. Yeah. I was like, Talking who is Kevin? that? I'm but assuming he never, Kevin. He never calls Kevin Deal. Who would he have been talking to? That's why I was so confused. I was like, oh, I just assumed it was Kevin. Yeah, I, that's what I'm assuming too, but they never call each other Deal. No, their pet names are their own names. Yeah. Aren't they? Captain Raymond Holt. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Oh, thanks for That's why I was that. like, mm, bit of writing continuity, like Failed. what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a bit weird. Well, let's assume it was Kevin. Yeah, I'm hoping it was Kevin. Um, and then that's when Amy's like, you know, I'm a bit disappointed. You know, you was, I wanted you to be my mentor. And he's like, I have been mentoring you. Oh, she's like, stop it. What? She's <laughs> like, but now it's coming to an end. And he's like, and. I've got he, this whole binder. Whole bunch. She's like, oh, binder. <laughs> um, she's like frothing at the mouth oh, over there. Oh, she ever. And he's like, yeah, we're only up to day, what, 1,000 and something of 3,000 days and that. And she's like, oh. What? She's like, and he's like, yeah, it's like a nine-year plan. Yeah, I would have shown you this on day 3,300. Yeah. Since there's a good chance that things are coming to an end, I just wanted to say thank you for everything that you've taught me. I know you may not see yourself as my mentor, but... Of course I do. I've been mentoring you all this time. What? This is day 1,282 of a nine-year mentorship I had mapped out for you. Under ordinary circumstances, I wouldn't reveal this to you until day 3,300. It was real. There was a binder. Not anymore. No! You can still mentor me if we don't work together. We could meet for breakfast every day. You could teach me over eggs. Eggs for breakfast. Further behind than I thought. Ah! No, look. Okay, there are ten hours left, sir. If you talk fast enough, you can teach me everything. Interesting. Um, she's like, we can still do it. We can still do it. We've got, you know, nine hours. Nine hours we can do yeah. this. We can smash through this. And yeah. it's like, all right. Are you good? No, take it. And she's like, yeah. that's what I, I've got this quote. It was just too funny not to include. Um, <laughs> there are 10 hours left, sir. If you talk fast enough, you can teach me everything. Interesting. Okay. You'll have to take notes. Do you think you can keep up? Amy, let's just say I was president of the stenographer's club in high school for a reason. <laughs> Holt, was the reason because you were the only, only member? member? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So then she actually has a proper she stenographer does. thing as well. So she's just, he's like rattling things off and she's just type, 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 That's crazy. I don't know how people I type that I envy those people that oh, can type it's that crazy. fast. But I was looking into it, like um, those people that actually do the court stuff, mm-hmm. it's like just a bunch of random letters. It's not an actual full keyboard. So certain... Oh, so maybe it's all like abbreviations. S- sentences means like certain letters mean something. Or initialisms. Um, but it's just a bunch of letters like stuck together. Oh. It's really weird. And then it gets sent off to like other people that write out the actual Get out. court hearings. Yeah. Oh, I was wondering how they can all keep up like that. Yeah, no, they can't. It's like special typing machines. Oh, so you've got to learn what to hit yeah. based on what's being said. Yeah. And then Jeez. it gets sent off because I think it gets recorded as well. So they listen to the recording and type, finish off what they're writing. Bloody hell. Yeah. Yeah, but see, in this instance, Amy didn't have any record. Well, we don't know. She'd never phone out recording. Yeah. But. She's recording. Like, it would be funny who she would have sent it to. 
know, to decode. Or she would have just later on. Oh, she would have done, done all herself. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, but I liked all the things that he was rattling off to her. Yeah. So good. And the whole thing about the shirt and that. And it's like, yes. uh, no time for questions. Questions later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Okay. Um, but he just mashes through this and then essentially it shoots to them at the end. It's just like, we're done. Yeah. I'm like, five, oh, there's five minutes left. And, like, they're all finished and then he, you know, asks a couple of questions to make yep. sure that she Making remembered. Sure, yes. The handshake. The handshake and dinner and dessert, that kind of stuff. And it was all good. Um, and then it, um, he was like, well, we're done. Thank you for your, like, thank you. And they said their goodbyes. They give a handshake and, she's like, and then he just kind of goes, all right, and walks out and then she's just like, I don't know, standing there. Like, yeah. oh, a bit depressed. I know. She was so like, oh, no. Like, it was, it hit her. It yeah. was like, we're that, done. That's it. That's done. But it makes me think, right, was there any mention that the 7-4, besides what, oh, it was in the cold open, her friend mm-hmm. said that the 9-9 are in the shit, yeah? Basically confirmed 9-9 is going to shut down. I thought they just heard that it's between the seven four and yeah. the nine nine. So why the person are they all is about thinking, the hearing? Yeah. So why are they all so depresso thinking? Like, do they know something? Because about they've the got the task force. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And that's when Jake's Jake like, goes, "But I could... wanted a task force." Ah uh, yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. They've okay. got that gang task force. As yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. And that's when he makes up his <laughs> Yeah, he's like, well, if you'd let me have my strike team Alpha Thunderkill Alpha Colin Hard target. And what were they going to do? Um, strike teams. Yeah. <laughs> thundering, killing. <laughs> anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I forgot about that. Okay, cool, cool. Um, cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 beans. <laughs> but yeah, that was like it for them until obviously the very end. Their cute little snippet. Yeah. Where, um... So, spoiler alert, um, they're saved. Um, and then... Obviously. Amy, <laughs> shut up. Um, and then Amy's like, oh, it's like, why aren't you happy about that? And she's like, I am. But, like, mentoring's done, you know. The binder's done and everything. And he goes, you think I just did one binder? And she's like, oh. There's more? There's more. And he's like, yeah, why aren't you reacting? And then he go, and then she rambles off. About how no reactions of relationship in the workplace. In the workplace. And he's like, very good. And she just gets up and like, excuse me, I've just got to go to the roof. (laughs) Got to do some work on On the the roof. roof. (laughs) And then she exits out the door. She's like, yes! (laughs) And he just stands there like, yep. Good girl. girl. Expected that. (laughs) Um, And then that was it for them. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah, it was good. It It wasn't a whole lot, but I just... I think it's just cemented, pun the pun, um, <laughs> um, that it hasn't been in Amy's head the whole time. Yeah. You know, the whole Thanksgiving when she had that letter she wanted to read to Holt and mm-hmm. then he left and, you know, when her, her dad's met um, kind of thing, like it's not in her head. She's on the right track and, yeah. you know, with what she thought. So I loved it. It was very cute. Yeah. And then we have Jakey Boy yes. and Charles. Oh, my gosh. The dynamic duo. Yeah. So Jake's obviously gone all out thinking this is the last time. So he brings Charles into the break room on beanbags um, and basically says, I've got us a really cool car. Um, he thinks it's Herbie. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> Herbie fully loaded. Oh, cracks me up. And then, uh, then we have Jake's like, no, it's a Mustang. It's got the stripes in the front. And he's like, yeah, like Herbie. <laughs> he's like, sure. Um, so they've got a blue Mustang mm-hmm. and they're going around and um, they got their leather jackets. The leather jackets. Don't they're forget. matching leather jackets. Yes, sorry. Um, so they're driving around, got their sunnies, he's got the toothpick in his mouth, he thinks he's flossing in public or brushing his teeth in public. He's yeah. like, no, I'm just being cool. Um, anywho, and I think they were just like, they were just reminiscing and driving around thinking this is the end, like, mm. you know, we're not going to They're like, oh, it's get anything from this, here. it's only a small case. Yeah. And then they just like spot the bike. Yeah. And they're like, is that the bike? They're like, yeah, it is. Um, pull over. So dramatic. <laughs> Pulls a gun on him. Um, right, yeah. What is it? Rolls slips, over the hood. Yeah, slips across the hood. Yeah. Um, and gets the guy for the bike. Happens to be checking the bag. Whole mm-hmm. lot of heroin. Um, yes. And they're like, they realise the massive deal. Like, yeah. Um, so they're like, okay, this is bigger than a bike. Now, they... No, they must tell Holt. Because Holt then announces to the squad later on that... They've decided to do the right thing and wait as opposed to barge in and arrest the guy. Oh, yeah. They, Dom, would, just they little... would have kept him in the loop. Um, yeah, what they were doing. There was just no... Because they go on to do the bike race and all that. Yeah. There was just no, like... No, we didn't see any um, update to Holt yeah, that this is bigger than a bike. Yeah. Um, that's all. I was just like, oh, maybe they don't know. But then, uh, then no, they do know because... Then they make reference to it at the bar. So everyone was aware. Well, no, but even more so, Holt announced to the squad um, that Jake wasn't going to be... They weren't going to come back. Yeah, they and were going to be back And that's when Rosa makes time. that smart-ass comment. Um, oh, yeah, you've changed my, him. You've yeah, changed him, that. yeah. Because um, he's doing for the squad as opposed yeah. for himself. Um, sorry, not for the squad. Doing for... Yeah, doing yeah. The well, not really the squad because if it was for the squad, they would have barged in and taken the guy with not all the evidence and whatever that they needed. But they realised it was a bigger bust. Yeah, so did it for the community, I guess. That's it, community. Yeah, um, as opposed to some Selfish saving the squad. Reason. Yeah, or well, the precinct, I should say, more mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah, so it becomes bigger than he thinks because he used to ride the BMX. Um, and I love how Boyle just like subtly was like, so like, if you're not very good at it, do you reckon they'll notice? <laughs> because Jake can't even, um, do a wheelie. Yeah. Like he's trying, and again, try again. <laughs> and again. And again. And again. Um, but he decides to take this guy's place, um, yep. to join the, the drop. Yeah. So that they can, you know, get in and get, you know, more information and all that stuff. And this guy's going, we don't need another driver. And he goes, I'll race your shittest bloke for it. Originally it was, ah, oh, no, don't give me him. And they're like, all right, race yeah. him. He's doing, all, he's these doing all these tricks. And he's like, no, 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 I'll go with this guy. Yeah, uh, first one's always a better choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, dude, we don't need any new riders. You know, I used to be pro, but they said my antics were too gnar. Kicked me off the circuit. For what? You know, peeing on the track, having sex during races, being hella gnar. You get it. We all have gyros on our bikes. The point is, I can cut your delivery times in half. Seriously, in half? I think you're full of it. I don't think you could even be Bodie and he's my worst guy. Your worst guy? Come on, I could take any of these posers. Fine, then race there. Nah, I don't want to trouble Derek. Let's just stick with Bodie. First stop, best stop, right? <clears throat> Let's do this. Um, who then begs him to yeah. let him win. He's like, dude, let me win. And then the guy's like, oh, you know, I haven't eaten in three days. People are after, they're going to kill my dog. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, he's, 
after my mum died, dog's the only person going, he's like, I don't need to hear this. I'm putting my helmet on now. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I so invested? Uh, but anyway, they take off and Jake very slowly takes off. Oh, my God. Um, and this, this other guy's just like gone. Um, but in the interim, sorry, prior to that, there's a reference to the roll blades. Now I missed blades of glory. Blades of glory. Yeah, there's multiple reference. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um, and then all of a sudden you see Boyle. chip rockets. Yeah. <laughs> Which he was allowed to have that name and that persona because he was going to stay in the car. That's right. Yes. Yes. Pardon me. But then he's um, through in the race. Um, obviously, Jake's behind, mm-hmm. but uh, oh, the yeah. other rider goes down. Yes. Um, cause Chip Rockets got in the way. Yeah. And, um, Jake takes over and he's like looking like he's going to win, gets the last jump and he collapses. Why did he try and flip? I don't know. He was a, you know, <laughs> thinks he's better than what he is. Um, but essentially loses. And so yes. it means that he wouldn't be, uh, like a rider, drop off rider. Yep. Um, and then he's all like devastated. He's like, Charles, just take me back and make some hot cocoa. And yeah. he's like, nope. I'm not going to make you some hot cocoa. But my bruise. <laughs> He's like, oh, we still got this. We might be able to save yeah. the precinct. And it's because he ended up putting a GPS tracker on the guy's bike. That's right. So he could work out where the drop-off was going to be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so then essentially the beep is going on. Like they've figured out that it's going to be at a certain factory. And yep. then they get all loaded up with all these guns. Oh my God. and like the Binoculars. Yeah, these big cargo bags oh full so of funny. like – Toys, as they called them. That's right. Yes, that is one of my blunders. And then they get through. Um, they start walking out, and they're like carrying their massive bags of they like look badass, bazookas. Don't they? They're like, yeah. And then, and then they like, get heavy oh, and heavy, and they're so like, heavy. "This is too heavy." Terry. Terry. <laughs> um, but then it cuts to them just being in the car, waiting outside the factory, and they're kind yes. of talking about, you know, well, you know, we're not going to be able to make the time. You know, we could bust in now, but, you know, it's yeah. too big of a job. Let's just wait. Um, you know, it's been good working with you. And they have yeah. that little reminiscing time. And Charles is like, you'll no, find a new partner. Yeah. Um, j- exactly like you. And he's like, yep, exactly like me. Doubt this was the last ride after all, but it's a big bust. And at least we're going out in a blaze of glory. Yeah. Feels more like a blaze of crap. Ah, you're going to be fine. You're gonna get a new partner. His name's gonna be Heath or Ryan. He's gonna know everything about Die Hard. And he's gonna be super cool. Jean jacket cool. Yeah. Yeah, you could be right. And hey, you'll get a cool new partner too, right? Oh. He'll love fine dining and musical theater and hearing about every explicit detail of your sex life over and over and over. Just like you. Yeah, yeah, just like me. Yes, you're right. It's gonna be fine. I'm gonna be totally fine without you. I'm gonna check the distance on the warehouse there. Yep. Building hasn't moved. Still 0.1524 kilometers away. Wait, are you just holding up the binoculars so I can't see you cry? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, he loves Die Hard and all these... And fine dining. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yep, yeah, that's exactly me. It's really sweet how they really know each other. Yeah. You know, and... It's cute. It's not so much that they know what the other one likes, but... I feel, and I we're, we haven't actually really seen it, but that if Jake said to Boyle, 
oh, come over, we're going to watch Die Hard. He'd be there, no worries. Oh, yeah. You know, they'd be doing that all the time. Giles would be like, oh, I want to go to this restaurant. Cool, I'll come. Like, and they, he would yeah, go. Yeah, sure, whatever. As long yeah. as I'm not in testicles, it's And I'm fine. not paying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I liked how that, yeah, just sort of, just that's why I liked it. it reminded me of like season one, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, that it was very old school Jake and, yeah. Jake and Chelsea. The ride or die mm. vibe. Um. But then they, like, they keep having this cute moment and then Charles is like behind the binoculars. Yeah, I'm just going to check how far away we are. <laughs> and then they're both sitting there with their binoculars yeah. having like this little sweet moment. Crying. Uh, um, and then that's when Marv comes in. They're like, go Marv, go Marv, like we're fine. Yeah. Sure, right? So we're fine. <laughs> it means go. Um, <laughs> but then essentially yeah, it cuts to them all back at the bar with everyone. Yes. And that's when Holt. Um, announces that the precinct's actually Staying not open. getting shut down. Um, all thanks to Gina's Gina. on. Yeah, the community got behind them. Yeah, because of her live feed back during oh, she tried to when prank Holt's Terry. Yes. Um, oh, that's right, with the yogurt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then that's when Holt interrupts and she ends up having a live feed of Holt's speech and the whole community got behind her. Yeah. Um, but then that's when obviously – Amy was disappointed as well. It all yeah. ended for her. And he's like, never. Mm-hmm. we got so much to learn still. Yeah. Everyone was all happy. Gina pops out from behind the bar. Yeah. All about her entrance. Um, so even though Jake and Boyle waited, mm-hmm. you know, to do the right thing, yep. in the end it all worked out for them. Yeah, definitely. Which I thought was a very nice ending because they, yep. they ended doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um, rather than going out. In the Blades of Glory like they originally <laughs> talked yeah. about. It would have been fun if they played it in the background, but they probably couldn't get the score for it. Yeah, probably. That would have been funny. It would have been awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, that was it. So now yeah. the precinct is saved. Yeah, yeah. Now, I had two blunders mm-hmm. for this episode. So the first one I had here was when Charles says, okay, according to the tracker, Bodie is at the warehouse on 11th Street. ESU is on site and waiting for our group. Jake, great. Time to gear up. It's not the best case without some toys. <laughs> Charles, oh, yeah. Toys for boys. Jake, I don't know if I like that. Adult toys? Still sounds wrong. Male toys. You know what? Let's just not call them toys. That's my fault. I started it. <laughs> you got it. We'll just call them playthings. <laughs> playthings. We will not. <laughs> no. And then my other blunder here um, is when Jake goes, so we get our perp to text this Dom guy. Tell him to hire tell him to hire me to move his product. Then I show up, grind a bunch of gnarly rails. I'm talking real fluffy ones. <laughs> Charles, radical. I bet you're an awesome fluffer, Jake. No. <laughs> I bet you fluffed those other rights, riders right out of their biker shorts. Charles, I can picture you as a teenager fluffing all of New York City. Charles, stop talking. Fluffing has a different meaning. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, golly gosh. Huge. Mm-hmm. Um, Innocent Charles. Yeah. Uh, quotes. Um, I got a chunk one here because um, they're all connected. So it's yeah, three go, different go. instances. Mm-hmm. Charles goes, hey, I know this is just a solo on by case, but you know what we should do? Stand back to back with our guns drawn while we're <laughs> surrounded by bad guys. You know what I call that? Jake, the man sprinkler, and he's like bullet tornado at the same time. And Jake's yeah. like, yep, bullet tornado, bullet tornado. <laughs> Charles sprinkler? goes, what was yours? I, I didn't, didn't hear, hear it. it. He goes, same as you, bullet tornado. The important thing is we don't have to talk about it anymore because we both had the same exact excellent name. And then it cuts to later on yep. when they're um, about to, they're talking about the drug bus. Yes. He's like, now, come on. 
We still have a drug deal at a bus, right? You know what that means? Bulletinator, man sprinkler, bulletinator. Because obviously they're saying the same time. That's what yep. we, I said both times. Yeah. And then it cuts to them being back in the precinct uh-huh. um, and talking about the bust. Oh, no, at the bar. At the That's bar, right. Yeah, and yeah. Charles goes, at least we had an awesome bust. Jake goes, yeah, we went back to back. And Rose goes, you finally did the man sprinkler. And he goes, what? I never called that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one of mine here was when Holt was addressing the squad at the very end when they thought they were going to be Dunzo. And I just loved this little speech he had. It reminded me again of season one, Holt mm-hmm. departing, where he goes, look, I know we all want this precinct to survive, but I'm proud of them. Loyalty to your friends and fellow officers is important, but more important is our loyalty to this city and its citizens. So I guess what I'm trying to say is let's go get drunk. Let's go get drunk. <laughs> Ah, hold. Um, I had um, Jake goes, sniper binoculars. Here, Charles, tell me how far away I am. And he's like right up at the binoculars. Yeah. Charles goes, too close to measure. <laughs> they really work. <laughs> Um, I had one of the things that Holt says to Amy when they're mentoring and he's going on about like he did the whole bubblegum thing and stuff like that. And this was one of the ones he said as well when Holt says, when people say good morning, they mean hello. When people say, how are you? They mean hello. When people say, what's up? They mean I am the person not worth talking to. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? Um, With that chewing gum thing, actually, there's a little bit of a handout where it says Holt tells Amy not to trust an adult that chews gum at all. Yes. However, in Ava, when Holt is sitting at Gina's desk, he says (gasps) she has all his favourite chewing gums and he chews a piece. He does too. I remember talking about that and we said that is so strange of Holt. Yes. Oh, interesting. mm, Okay. Continuity again. Do you have any more trivia or goofs? Because I have a bunch. <laughs> uh, no, but I have one more quote. Oh, sorry. That I have to. Sorry, sorry. I just got distracted with okay, the, uh, when you mentioned chewing gum. I forgot to mention that handout. My bad. I'll end on my, uh, this quote for me. Yes. Uh, Jake goes, come on, it's not necessarily over. I mean, this guy could still make a break for it or take me hostage or have a huge bag of heroin. Charles goes, oh, my God, it's not over yet. Um, this just became a giant drug case because obviously, as he said, huge bag of heroin yep. that came. Jake goes, we can save the 9-9. Charles, we can save the 9-9. <laughs> this man is our saviour. Charles goes, and oh, he yeah. looks like Jesus. <laughs> Jake, yeah, he looks like a hunky Jesus. Charles, yeah. Jake goes, thanks for the heroin, hunky Jesus. Yeah, hunky Jesus. <laughs> hunky Jesus. Oh, Did you have funny. any more quotes? No, I, nah. that was all my quotes. All right, hit yeah. me up with your little Look trivia goofs. Crazy. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so trivia-wise, so fun fact, when Santiago is talking to Holt about continuing to mentor her, it's revealed that she wears her watch like he does, showing that she has learned it from his mentoring. Mm. So it was on, on her inner wrist. Jake and Charles try to take down a man named Dom, who leads a group street of bike racers, a clear reference to the Fast and the Furious movies about a group of car racers also led by a guy named Dom. Uh-uh. Yes. Cute. That's Vin Diesel's character. Um, Jake receives a bruise on his right hip in that bike fall when he um, – what? Oh, which he bemoans is the side that he sleeps on. In scenes in which he appears in the bed with Amy, he sleeps on the right side of the bed, indicating he has maintained his preference of being the little spoon as established in the Jake and Sophia episode. Yes. 
Um, a few goo- a few? Oh my goofs. A couple goofs here. So Captain Holt says that he prepared a nine-year mentoring program for Santiago, which would reveal, which he would have revealed to her on the thirty-three hundredth day. Mm-hmm. Nine years, however, will only cover a maximum of three thousand two hundred ninety days. <laughs> so it's ten days too many. Whoops. Regina is recording the video. That's what I said. Her phone's not actually recording. The distance to the building. Did you notice that? I actually noticed this. So he verb- Jake verbally says that the distance from the building is 0.15 of a kilometre away. But I remembered when Charles, when he, before he cried, when he goes, I'm just going to look through my binoculars, mm-hmm. right? When he did that on his vision screen, it changed to 1.6. Oh. So apparently they moved 11 metres closer, <laughs> even though the car didn't move. Whoops. So that was a little bit of a goof. Um, bit of a more serious one here, but mm-hmm. Gina's pranking her co-workers by tricking them to drink cement is incredibly dangerous. Cement is very toxic and anyone who drinks it could get extremely sick. Yes. So they're all just spitting it out like it's nothing, but mm-hmm. they should all be very sick. Do not drink cement, guys, PSA. Yes, do, do not, not do that. Do not do that. And the last one I have here, which bit of an interesting one. So a sophisticated gentleman like Captain Holt would know that dessert is not for fixing hunger. It's the pu- its purpose is to cleanse the palate and settle your stomach. Mm. So you know how when he said about what would I have for dessert and she goes nothing mm-hmm. because if you need dessert that means you're not full. You should have had more you dinner. should have had more yeah. dinner. They're just saying that Holt is such a like Proper sophisticated bloke. Bloke? Yeah. Bloke. bloke. <laughs> sophisticated bloke. <laughs> Gentleman, but he should know that, no, you should have dessert because it's like part of the process. Come mm. on, Holt. Mm. Anyway, there go. they're my little thanks to IMDb for those. Laying the goofs on. Yeah. Um, and lastly, the IMDb ref, uh, reference rating <laughs> for this episode, I can't speak, um, was an 8.2 out of 10. Oh, very high. Tend to agree. I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, it was very it was a good fun. episode. Yeah, very good, very good. Yeah. So much higher than the last two. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Did you have anything else for this episode before we move on to Mumu? No, that was it, I no? think. Cool. All right. Part of me, I got the hiccups. So episode 16, Mumu, original air date May 2, 2017, written by Phil Augusta Jackson and directed by Maggie Carey. Now, fun fact also, Phil Augusta Jackson, um, who wrote this episode, he has been in, I think there's one episode to come and he's been already in an episode. So he was in Captain Latvia. Um, he played some sort of background character. I think he had a line or two. And there's an episode coming up where he plays um, a character by the name of Trent. I can't remember what name. Oh, funnily enough, hey, Trent, you get to be a character. Oh, Trent. Um, that I just like. And even Maggie Carey, uh, the director, she's also been in some episodes. Oh, there you go. So I, what I might also do moving forward is – click on their actual names that when it tells me who's written and directed mm. them and to see their profile to see if they've been in episodes of the show them. as well. Yeah, like I reckon mm. that's cool that they don't just... Yeah, well, it, um, like for The Office, for instance, mm. a lot of the writers are the actors. Yeah, but in this instance, it's not really that case. Yeah. It's kind of the opposite way around. They're the writers and directors. And they've just and popped them in as extras. In, yeah, as extras and having like one-liners. Yeah, that's cool. Whereas, yeah, again, I hate to say it, sorry, Grey's Anatomy, but, you know, your Ellen Pompeo um, and other 
characters and names I can't think of right now, um, they've all directed and written episodes as well. Yeah. Kevin McKidd, he plays um, Owen. Like, he's directed heaps of episodes. Mm. Um, you know, and it's like they've gone f- – usually it's like actors who learn and want to direct, you know, like yeah. it goes that way as opposed to being a director and they're like, yeah, we'll chuck in oh, an episode. Yeah, I'll, I'll hop in, yeah. yeah. You know, I'll fill I up the hole. I think that's fun. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> okay, so our Scully and Hitchcock synopsis on this mm-hmm. one is Sergeant Jeffords is stopped by a fellow police officer while off duty in his own neighbourhood. When the incident escalates, Terry wants to file an official complaint against him, but Captain Holt has other ideas. Meanwhile, Jake and Amy get a glimpse into the difficulties of parenthood and answer some tough questions when they babysit Terry's kids. Hello, Cagney and Lacey. I know. Welcome finally. back, ladies. Yes. <laughs> they really do look the same. Are they actual twins? I'm assuming so. They've got to be because they look very similar. For sure they would Surely. be. Surely. Yeah. Now, this cold open, oofed. Oh, so good. Loved it. Loved yes. it so much. Uh, so the opener is um, <laughs> that Terry rocks up to work in his uh, striped pink shirt and suspenders. Lilac tie. Yes. It's like a lilac kind of tie, remember? Yep. And then it tro- <laughs> pans over to Charles and there he is in the exact same outfit. Good morning, everyone. Oh, my goodness. Sarge, what are the chances? I say zero. Oh, I mean, when Genevieve got me these suspenders, I thought I'd lean into it and go for the whole look, but I didn't want to step on your toes. That being said, you know what this means. Don't do this, Charles. Oh, it's already done. Gather around, y'all. It's time to play Who Wore It Best. I'd really rather not. Because you're a little chicken. Who wore it best? Who wore it best? Who wore it best? Terry. What? Come on! You should change, Boyle. <sighs> not here. I like that opener. Hey, we just literally... We were just saying, oh, they're all the same. They're all in relation to the episode. This had nothing to do with the well, episode. I, I find they do it in threes. Oh, is it? Remember how we've kind of previously discussed, like, their relationships and that? Yeah. Who they work the with? openers are similar, are they? Are I they feel really like attention? it. At, at the very start, they were doing basically every episode yep. was an opener. Yep. But lately, it's been, like, kind of every three to four episodes. Okay. They'll do a, a cold like open. Like a random one. Yeah. Nice. Well, it, I think it we breaks would, it up. Yeah. Yeah, it, it worked. I liked it. It was fun. Mm. <laughs> Especially with the way the episode went because it went yep. pretty hard pretty quickly. Yes. Um, well, because originally Terry was trying to apply for more responsibility. Yes, yeah, so He was wanting he was to climb so the ranks. so nervous to talk to Jake about it, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Sorry, to talk to Holt, Holt about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, and then Jake's like, <laughs> when when I murdered Charles. <laughs> yeah, I murdered Charles on the weekend. Cool, man, me too. <laughs> I'm thirsty for blood now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sick. I know how you feel. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was Die Hard Explosions. Gotta go. Yeah. I was liking this conversation. Yeah, come back. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he's asked Holt to like more responsibility, apply for things. And he's like, okay, well, you know, fill out this 4,000 word essay and all this, all these questions. And and he's like, yeah, sure, no worries. Yeah, that's fine, that's fine. Um, So then he's asked um, Jake and Amy to care for the kids. Pick up. Oh, yeah, pick up the kids. Pick them up from. Um, where were they? Somewhere. School or probably care. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and just until he gets – or the babysitter gets there. Yes. Um, 
and then he'll take over from there basically. Because yep. uh, Sharon's out of town. Yes. Because we never see Sharon Ava. again, do we? Yes. So strange. Sharon and Ava are apparently out of town. Yep. Um, it's bizarre. But yeah, they're in the back. Hold on. Oh, hold on. When Jake explains about his car window. Oh. <laughs> and that's when, oh, um, sorry, he goes, oh, the car window is basically like a, yeah, a bed sheet or whatever. <laughs> he's like, seriously? He's like, why? He's like, oh, like this. Um, and then that's when Terry goes, just take my minivan and gives them the keys. Yeah. Yes. That's right. That's right. Um, and then it cuts to them, um, the kids in the back, you know, Going, I love you, Jay. Who's and Jake's like, who's the best person ever? Jay, you are, yeah. yeah. Love and life, and he's like, I love kids. You can tell whatever they want, like what you want to hear. Yeah. And then they start playing with the windows up, down, up, down. Yeah. And Amy's like, Jake, tell like tell them off. Yeah. He's like, um, no. Why? Why would I tell them off? Having fun. That's fun. fun. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, and you know, they might be interested in engineering. Are you going to be the one that crushes their dreams? And she's like. You play with those windows, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think, like, I really loved that little conversation, even though it wasn't necessary. Mm. Like, it was just cute to see essentially how they would be as parents. Yeah. Like, because Jake is obviously going to always be the fun one mm-hmm. and Amy would be, like, the, the rule setter. Yeah, the rule setter, the discipline. And he's like, come on, mate. Like, it's just windows. Yeah. Like, but the way he turns it to suit her. Yes, like, like he knows. He knows what to say to be like, relax. Like yeah. it's all right. Yeah, yeah. Like just cool your jets. They don't need Calm to be told off. It's not yes. that big of a deal. Exactly. Um, but he turns it to be, you know, do you want, you know, potential scientists to have their dreams crushed? That's like, right. Damn, you got me there. <laughs> I thought it was very, very good, cute the way yeah. they did that. Um, but Mumu went flying out the window without them knowing. Yeah, so they think they've crushed it. Yes. They're so proud of themselves. Like, parenting's so easy. Terry rings and he's like, um, Jake's like, oh, he's probably just ringing to say how good a job we did. And hey, Tez. Oh, here we go, Tez again. Tell um, my hey, Terry. <laughs> hey, Tez. Um, you know, and he goes, well, he goes, where's Mumu? And he's like, oh, my God, here's a third child named Mumu and we've left them there. <laughs> and then he's like, no, Mumu is her blankie basically um, and she can't go to sleep without mm-hmm. it. And if Cagney doesn't sleep, then Lacey doesn't sleep. And if Cagney and Lacey don't sleep, and then he's like, Terry doesn't sleep. No, Jake is dead. <laughs> he's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> and then he recounts his steps um, and thinks that's when they were playing with the windows and he goes, that's parenting 101. Don't let the kids play with windows. <laughs> Amy, I believed in you. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. Um, and then he goes, it wasn't far. It was only, you know, on 8th. Yeah, 8th Street or whatever they call Wherever they are, that's very close to where he lives. Mm-hmm. So this is when Terry. He's like, I've like, got 10, 10 minutes till that's the right, babysitter. That's right, before the babysitter leaves, yeah. Um, so he's gone for a wander um, and happens to find Mumu in the gutter. Yes. Right. Probably not far from where he was, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, this is where a police officer um, pulls up, yes, mm. pulls Terry up um, and pretty aggressively, you know, asks him to drop the... He's like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then, he, yeah, he drops it and he was like, um, just go, oh, I'm just going for a walk, you yeah. know, come to find Mumu. Like he was trying yeah. to explain it to him. Um, and then that's all we see. Yeah. So at that point, that's all we see. Um, and then Terry comes to work the next day 
um, and they're all in the break room. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they come in and they're making jokes about something. Um, but Rosa doesn't buy it. No, because he um, – they're like, oh, we Jake goes, oh, we crushed it last night. And then they're like, oh, what's wrong, Terry? And he's yeah. like, oh, I'm just a bit down. Oh, you finish – and Amy jokes about finishing the essay. You know, I've always – you know, it's always yeah. a bit of a downer finishing the essay. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Um, but then I, Rose is like, um, no one's relating to you right now, Amy. Yeah. No one. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, oh. <laughs> okay. Hey, Sarge. We felt really bad about Moo Moo, so we got you a new one. She's called New Moo. I don't want it. Oh, the liaison application got you down. I finished that. I know. There's nothing sadder than finishing a nice, long, juicy application. It's like, why can't there be another essay or even a short answer? No one is relating to you right now. What's wrong? I got stopped by a cop last night. Stop for what? Stop for walking. That makes zero sense unless... Oh, crap. I see what happened. Yeah. Cyrus, that's terrible. That's so messed up. Oh, geez. I have no idea what's going on. You got stopped for being black. Get woke, Scully. Which mm. I liked that Hitchcock, because there was also a comment about this, um, yeah. that the fact that Hitchcock stepped in and goes, mate, he was like, he got frustrated as well. Like, how did you not get that? Yeah. yeah. Like, up your game, Scully. Which is a shame that, I mean, I, I get from the comedy perspective. I think because they weren't actually, they didn't actually quote it, like they didn't say exactly Yeah, what so was Scully wrong. needs to be spoon-fed information. Yeah, yeah, yeah to He's understand just so lost. fully what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. I do, yeah. But then I, I, I thought that was a really good opportunity as well, the way they did that, because we got to see Hitchcock not be dumb. About yeah. it. Like that he got frustrated about it too. At first when he reacted, I was like, oh, guys, this is not the time to joke about Terry's being, no. being black. And then it w- then when the when the line finished and how serious he was, I was like, oh, no, good. They're not yeah. being idiots about it. That, that's They're what res- someone else commented yeah. on. I remember reading up about this. Yep. Um, and it's like, yeah, true. Like you never see Hitchcock really have a stance about anything. He's always the joker, yep. you know, got to say the the real dumb stuff. But not nah, All about this. the ex-wife and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But no, nah, he was like, Scully, come on. on, keep up with it. Yeah. Like don't be an idiot. Yeah. And he get like he, you could tell he was angry about it too. Yeah. Which I was like, I felt like that was a very good thing for yes, them smart. to break up Hitchcock's dumbness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, idiocy. Yeah. Basically. Um, Give him a bit more depth. Yeah. Um, to keep him up with the times. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so he explained it and they're like, well, what are you going to do about this? Because like, he explains – is it at this point where he explains exactly what the guy did to him? Where, I think – does it cut to that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Where it sure. shows him, you know, wanting to arrest him mm-hmm. and Terry's trying – yeah, he does – trying to explain that he's a cop. Yeah. And before he could get anything out, things escalated – um, he's got his hands up around his the back of his head, yeah. um, you know, and this guy's just and it just and it wasn't not, until that he looked him up in the system that he believed yeah, him. He had to look him up to believe him, you know. And this is what we were sort of touching on very very early on that it's just like it it's so disappointing that it's a thing. Yeah, you know, even today, like we said, at the very yeah, it's start, not just it, a sitcom thing. Like no. that they kind of had to represent from previous times, but yeah. like there's so many issues that are still getting reported about today, especially in America. Yeah. Um, 
But even in Australia for the Indigenous community, yeah, like there's a lot of the same issues happening. Yeah. Um, a lot of different cultures yep. that are it's happening to. Which it's is, the stereotype that yes. comes with it. Yes. Yeah, so – Yes, in this instance, it's in relation to um, Terry's colour, mm-hmm. uh, but just stereotypes and cultures in general mm. and how offensive they can be. And it's like, why why are we still to this day judging people by what they look like? Yeah. What their background is. Uh, funnily enough, not funny, but like ironically today, Shane and I were going um, somewhere this afternoon and um, he mentioned to me about how a friend of his told him that his girlfriend is Colombian. And I straight away was like, why? I don't understand why people say, oh, um, this is my husband. He's Italian. It's like, that's nice. How Mm. is he as a person? Yeah. Like, no disrespect. I'm not disrespecting his culture and his nationality, but why do people feel the need to say Oh, they're Italian, they're Colombian, they're this, they're that. A lot of people so, introduce themselves, though, for being like that because they're proud of their heritage. Well, now so oh, they okay. are. Back in the day, probably not. There was a bit of yeah. like a, you know, segregation in regards to cultures and that. Yeah. But now it's like, um, like I know when I meet new people, like I'm for one, obviously I've got really no major background. I'm mm-hmm. English and Scottish. Yeah. Um, but... I love finding about everyone else's cultures and heritage and, you know, what their family continues in traditions and Oh, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with But any, like when they yeah. like introduce like I'm I never go and ask them until yeah. after later on in conversations. If <laughs> yeah. I've known them for a little while, I'll be like, Oh, you know, what What's your background? Yeah, what's yeah. your heritage? What's your, like, you know, where's your family originally from? You yeah. know, what have you continued on? I always love finding out about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even like um when I meet some people, they're like, oh, I'm so-and-so, you know, I'm Colombian. And they're all like, I'm Italian. And they're like loud and proud about it. Yeah, okay. So some people like thrive on people knowing that, you know, they're an Italian stallion and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. But then other times, yeah, some people are like, oh, oh I'm, you know, a bit of not ashamed, but like they'd rather not because they've had because backlash. Because the stereotype that could come with. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah, like true. living in certain suburbs in certain areas. Yeah, 100%. Um, cop a lot of backlash. Yeah. Um, like we, for instance, where I live, there's a high Indian population. Yep. High, and just because it's a new area, um, it's considered slight suburb still. Yep. Um, but it's a little bit cheaper than the city. Yep. And everyone's like, oh, you know, you're, you're considered a minority there. Like, okay, if I am, so what? But mm. and when I walk out my door, the smells that I can, like, yeah. that come through my it's nostrils is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I can't cook like that. Yeah. I wish I could. I can try as much as I can. But they've been brought up with such strong culture and yeah. tradition in the way that they cook and treasure their food. I'm jealous. I'm like, can I get invited? See, but that's the difference between, um, you know, you just hit the nail on the head. Like you're not the kind of person that would, for the sake of this particular episode, judge someone Mm. by their appearance. Yeah. You know, and just be like, oh, I'm living in wherever. Um, You embrace it. Yeah. You know. Love it. Whereas other people are just judgy, just straight up judgy. And don't get – look, I'll be – honest don't get me wrong there are times where like I get frustrated with um people or whatever Mm. else and 
you know, and I I never say it out loud, but I think to myself, this is probably just as bad, but I might think a negative thought, but I don't have it in me to, to want to say it out loud. It's just yeah. like a little bit to get out and then and then I'm done with it, you yeah. know. Um, I think that, though, that proves to the society and culture that we've grown up in because as yeah. Australians um, – we do take a piss the piss out of a lot of people. Yep. One for fun, um, yep. just because that's how Australians show a bit of love. But there's also a lot of Australians that take it too far and don't know yes. the line. Um, and so, growing up a part of the Western society, we, you know, I feel like we struggle to understand where the line is, and it's grayed yep. out a lot. Yeah. Um, so there might be comments that we make that we don't actually understand how how disrespectful that is to someone else to someone else mm. and we don't cuz we don't know their culture we don't know their upbringing we've got no experience with that we yeah. only know what's been around us and what we've learnt from um and it's only now that people that like for instance australia cuz that's obviously that's where we live yeah um that we now start seeing how multicultural it's becoming yeah. and that essentially there are more ethnicities than just English now. Yeah. Way more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And they're starting to speak up about it and I'm glad they are. Yeah. Because those people that have caused the issues that we've learnt disrespectful things off, sadly, yeah. that needs to be gone. Yeah. It's not on. Yeah. And I, I especially don't want my kids like being identified no. with saying anything like that. No, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, it's it's something that is obviously the sad part is it'll just be around forever. I know. It's not something that will it'll die down. Like it's we a, were saying every you know, generation I feel like is gonna have to yeah. continually break the cycle. Yeah. And I just the way I was brought up, um, you know, I've got a Maltese background, my whole family, well, my mum's side of the family is all Maltese and my dad's side is Australian. And it was actually, it's actually, I put myself in my dad's shoes and even my husband's shoes um, where it's like you come into my family Christmas, family get-togethers on my mum's side, very overwhelming. Yeah. And you, admittingly, you would think um, you know, oh my God, this culture, they're so loud. There's so, so much food. There's just so much, it's so family orientated. And mm. if you're not used to that and sometimes smaller Australian families, you know, they, they are in their shell. My dad very yeah. much so is. He still thinks he's a bit of an outsider in our family, um, from my mum's side of the family. It's definitely not the case, but I can understand. Yeah. Cause if you're my, not brought up in that. Yeah, because my husband would, like, he said that to me when he sort of first met my family and I, here's me, like, oh, they're lovely. Like, just just go talk to Shannon, go talk to Ryan, like, go talk to yeah. whoever. And Shane's like, it's just not that easy. Like, it, yeah. there's a lot of people. And first he goes, who is that? Because <laughs> it's so many. I'm just like, is that one over there? So go talk to him. Um, you know, and it's just like. It's, it is overwhelming and mm. I'm blessed that I've grown up in such a big family and such a strong cultured family that I've, maybe I, I'm not saying my husband doesn't don't take this the wrong way, but like I'm more respectful or can appreciate other cultures and their yeah. upbringings and things like that because I've I too have grown up like that. Mm. I find it's interesting though now because um, like – 
there's obviously quite a rich, diverse of culture in Australia. Yeah. That when we use Australian slang, <laughs> people look at us strangely, not because that it's like um, – It's like another language. Yeah, essentially. They're like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's not common. Yeah. Right? People never talk like that anymore. And there's like – we say a lot of things that people don't, and which has been seen in Bluey, for instance, this new kids show that's popped up. It's taken the world by storm, an Australian show. Yep. Americans have to get things translated. Really? Because they don't understand some of the, the words. Collo- colloquials, I think they're called. Sure. I don't know. For some reason, I feel <laughs> I like that. I say. I feel like that, that word's appropriate. <laughs> I saw it written down. Initialisms? I was like, yep, cool. <laughs> that's I my just word wanna, of the day. I just want to sound really smart by saying this. Um, <laughs> I can't even say the word. But, like, mm. they need that translation. And yeah. that's English. Yeah. It's just that we've taken t- different words. Oh, it's really weird. But it's the same It's the same when, like, when I've been to the States, when they've said things, I'm like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Um, you know, and a perfect example, actually, we had some UK people um, uh, come a few, quite a few years ago now, uh, came and play cricket with my brother. And one of the first things some of them had said to me was, and this is the way that they greet. They go, you all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? Are you okay? And they're like, what? And I'm like, you just asked if I'm all right. And they're like, no, that's, that's how we hello. say hello. Yeah. yeah, but I never knew that. Oh, yeah. So when I first met them, they're like, you're right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how I answered back because I was like, yeah, why? <laughs> yeah. Do I look sad? <laughs> um, I, I didn't know. You know, you, you learn. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you're willing to embrace and yes. learn and not judge. And I mean, in the end – Unfortunately, it comes back to, A, how you're brought up, mm-hmm. but also if you are watching TV shows or games or TikToks and all that stuff, if you can respect that it's not – understand where the line is, like you said yeah. before. You know, don't take things literal, but at the same time, know if something's taken too far. Yeah. You know, and, and if you have taken it too far, if you've been the one that's taken it too far yeah. and someone's come and spoken to you, you might not even meant it. Yeah. Like you might have just been thought you're making a funny comment, yeah. you know, laughing along. Because sometimes other people can make comments about their own cultures but and that's fine, but you can't make a comment about someone else's culture yeah. because, one, you're not part of it and, two, you don't know where the line is. Um, and if someone's gone, dude, that's a bit too far. Don't be like freaking Maldek and say nothing yeah. and like don't want to apologize and just brush it off. Like Or think it's yes. or think it's okay. Yeah. Because um, oh, if I'd known you were a cop, I wouldn't have it's like that's not no, even that's the, not point. the point. Yeah, that's not that the, that's not, not the why point. I'm meeting up with you today. It's if, why you if arrested I'm me. I'm a person. Yeah. I'm just in the street. And if I am a cop or not a cop, you shouldn't have treated me the way you did. Yeah. You know, and I think that shows how he and this also relates a bit to the Greg and Larry, Larry and Greg, whatever the name mm. of the episodes were, when the the sheriff in that yes, town. The homosexual. Yeah, yeah, you know, and about women in working there and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Just shows that they haven't evolved or haven't really yes. changed. And even too the whole Holtz history that we have seen, how he was treated back in the 70s and et cetera, mm-hmm. um, that, yes, he's in even admitted that it's it's come a long way, yes. that he has been respected now 
to a degree, like much more than where he was when he first started yeah. out. Um, and that was kind of the point he was trying to make to Terry. Which I understand completely, um, you know, that because Holt has come from the other side yep. and seen the progress, whereas Terry's kind of first only starting him. to really, you know, go through this as he's getting higher up in, you know, in the ranks. Yeah. He's starting to really notice it. Um, but one, like, I'm going to call it straight out, the worst yep. for me for these episodes was Holt. Really? Yeah. And Wait, I, who did I it's, it's hard because I do, like, Give when me. they had their conversations in regards to lodging the complaint, you know, there was a couple of them um, where Terry first came to him yep. in, and then decided, just straight up said no. Yeah, said no, mm. don't do it. Yeah, and then walked out. Yeah, and then Without walked out. Without any explanation. I don't see any other option. I'm submitting an official complaint with Holt. I know it might feel weird to report another officer, but it's the right move. Holt's going to eat him for breakfast. Maldek has no idea what's about to hit him. I'm not going to submit this. What? Why not? Because I think it's a mistake. Um, but then, yeah, it cuts to Terry standing at the... Um, in... What's that? That room? <laughs> oh, my gosh, I've mind blanked. Oh, yeah, where they... um. The dressing room, not the dressing room. <laughs> oh my god, the dressing room <laughs> where they address everyone. Yeah, the you know that room oh at the start gosh. of like every episode that they're standing in. <laughs> briefing room. Thank you, briefing room. Oh my god, I don't know why Sorry, my brain guys. just stopped working then. <laughs> so did mine. The dressing Shit. room. <laughs> the dressing room. Oh my god. Uh, Sorry. Ooh, the dressing room. That's why they all get dressed together. Uh, the briefing room. Yeah, Terry's standing there just kind of staring at the back wall. Baffled. And he's been apparently there for like 58 minutes or something. Like yeah. That. Something extreme. So precise. Yeah, it was 58 minutes. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, Holt doesn't want to submit it. Yep. Um, and they're like, what? That's weird. You know, they're all like. He would have kinda, it back. Yeah, they're all mm. kind of dumbfounded by it. Um, and then that's when they convince Terry to go to his house, you know, Tell talk him, to him. Yeah, try and talk and yep. understand where he's coming from more, like get, you know, try and get him to submit that. Yep. We don't understand why Holt wouldn't do it. Yep. And then that's when he goes to Holt's house and, you know. Explains <laughs> why. Oh, sorry, go on. Yeah, he just is like, um, he walks in, he's like, I'm Terry from the precinct. <laughs> yes. Oh, this, no, this is not his house. That's at. That is. He rocks up and he like knocks on the door and Holt opens it. It's it's me. It's Terry from the precinct. And then he like walks and shakes their hands. Yeah, no, but I thought he says that part at the in his office, and then he goes, "I like this Terry." No, no, I thought it was at the house. I thought it wasn't. My bad. Because he was like announcing. Away from the, from the I job. thought when he opened the door, he was like, "You are wrong." Blah, 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 oh, like, maybe off at him. maybe I have a wrong timing. Either they were very close to each other because I yeah. think at the precinct he announces himself in that way, and oh, then it's like, he? "I like the way you're speaking. You're announcing." Oh, that's right. Because he blah. was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he asked, "Why not?" Then 
he also then goes to the house and then yes. that's when he goes mad. Yeah. yeah. And that's when he goes on to explain about Terry's upbringing and yeah. why, why he, he wanted, a cop. Yeah, wanted to become a cop and yep. he's like disappointed in Holt yep. and how he's going to go over his head now. Yeah. This um, whole conversation between the two of them um, was really, really humbling and educational might be the word to yeah. use to watch. You know, I sat there engaged the whole time in this yeah. conversation because I haven't experienced what they're going through, obviously. Yeah. Um, I am lucky, I use that word loosely, but I am lucky enough that I haven't known anyone. Um, like I've got plenty of friends of colour, mm. but I haven't known anyone to have experienced any kind of stereotype um, you know, uh, negativity towards them and things like that. Mm. So seeing it, you always see it on the news and on your Facebooks and all that stuff, but it's just different because all you see on your Facebooks, your TikToks and all those videos is the incident. Yeah. You never see the conversations and the the whys and hows and everything about it. About, about, like how people feel about it and things like that. You just see the incident mm. and then that's it, Yeah, you know, unless it's a worldwide issue, the the gentleman that um, was killed by the cop um, in the States recently, George, George Floyd, George Floyd um, you know, there was heaps of aftermath with that. Yes. Um, obviously because the gentleman died. But I even think that if he didn't, Die, no. there still yeah. would have been backlash because of the way he was treated. Yeah. You know, but also because the like what has been able to help the awareness of that issue is social media. That's true. The freedom of being able to release that information and, yeah. the, you know, the media is very controlled, like mm. news outlets are very controlled. Yes. So by having that freedom has created this these movements and the ability to find out more information and. Yeah to understand more, like, for instance, fashion Australia, we would really have no clue what no. was going on. But if it wasn't thanks to TikTok and Instagram and all that, like, we actually have an insight into, you know, what's actually happening over there. Yeah. Because, like, I must admit, sometimes I feel really stupid when, um, you know, I hear things or people talking, oh, didn't you hear about this and what it means and blah, blah, blah. I was like... I'm really sorry, but no, I don't, mm. you know. And it, it doesn't necessarily mean that I don't have a right to talk about it, but I, I, I don't to a degree because I, I don't really know what I'm talking about, but mm. it's but it's an educational um, time. Like, yeah. tell me about it, you know. I'm, I, I want to learn. I want to understand, mm. you know. And it might not be that I'm, I'm probably not going to make much of a difference, to a degree. But if I was to hear somebody say something really out of line yeah. that I've been taught or learnt that is inappropriate, I'll call you out on it. Yeah. You know, or I'll raise that awareness to the next person. Yeah. Kind of thing. And that's just... Pass the message, speak up. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, which in the end is kind of what Holt's whole point is mm. to say, don't, don't um, lodge this complaint you're so close, make changes moving forward. Terry, I know you're upset, but this is the right thing to do. You're this close to the city council position, and that's just the beginning. It would be a shame to jeopardize that. Look, I get that the guys at our precinct wouldn't profile me, but it still happened. Only one precinct over. Which is why you need to keep pushing forward in your career so that you can change the system. Terry, you're a great cop. 
You could become a chief or higher. How long will it take to make change that way? Maldak is on the street now. You know why I became a cop? Please share. Because when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a superhero. Stop it! Stop bothering little Tiggery! Or what? Or I will defeat you! I wanted to help people like that cop helped me. But right now, I don't feel like a superhero. I feel the opposite. When I got stopped the other day, I wasn't a cop. I wasn't a guy who lived in a neighborhood looking for his daughter's toy. I was a black man, a dangerous black man. That's all he could see, a threat. And I couldn't stop thinking about my daughters in their future, and how years from now, they could be walking down the street looking for their kid's moo and get stopped by a bad cop. And they probably won't get to play the police card to get out of trouble. I don't like that thought. And I'm going to do something about it. And then Terry, admittingly, has a very good point and says, yeah, but look how long it's taken you. Yeah. You know, I don't want to wait that long. The only minor criticism, and I say this as politely as I can, but the only minor criticism I have of Terry wanting to make this complaint and then wanting to make all this awareness is that it took this incident for him to want to do this. Could it be because the show is a sitcom and it's such a sensitive topic that you couldn't really drop nuggets or incidences where civilians or the citizens of the of the community have been impacted by a similar situation that they've brought to the precinct and gone, this is what's happened, and then start to raise awareness that way for then mm. this to happen to Terry, for him to take it to that next level. Do you know what I mean? Like just yeah. – I'm not saying there had to be a lot, but it, it kind of felt like because it's happened to Terry, now he's taking action or that yeah. we're seeing that he's now wanting to do something about it. Holt's mm. always told his stories and then everyone always goes, yeah, but look at what's changed. But there's never been any sort of like mm. that anyone else has done besides Holt. Do you know what I mean? That's all no, I'm saying. yeah, true. Um, but it's a very sensitive topic. Yeah, and you're, I think you're that's why it's hard to kind of incorporate yeah. little nuggets of that through a sitcom. But you could have had, for an example, you could have had um, a teenager come into the precinct and say, I was, I've been bullied by kids because of my colour. And they could give them advice on how to deal with that. Like, just like something like that. Mm, Yeah, but all their small minor plots have just been funny things. They've never really been, I feel like you'd have to unpack that stuff. Yeah, okay. Like you need, you need, you need the space and the time to unpack it. Yeah. Okay. Like you can't just kind of go, oh, you know, I got bullied for being, you know, a different color to them or for smelling different to them or eating different foods from them. Yeah. Okay. You know. No, fair enough. And then it's like, okay, let's chase them down. Like, or had like, they only have a space of what, even two minutes as a minor plot Mm. really to sum it all up. It's a. I feel like it's a big ask. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And this, but like, yeah, it's hard to kind of gauge how you try and address that as a writer. Yeah. And because there's no, like, it's not the same writers, so the continuity of it, you 
would have to be so careful. Yeah, I guess. With doing that. Yeah. Um, they would always need one writer continuously throughout addressing addressing that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Um, I guess, yeah. Which is yeah, it's a hard call to make as writers, what Mm. you know, and the producers of the show. When and do you go there? Yeah, exactly. But um like going back to what you're saying about, you know, Holt was like, you know, I've done it, you know, and Terry's like, Well, look how long it took you. Yeah. That's what frustrated me about Holt. That's why I kind of put oh, yeah, him. I knocked him down to yep. being the worst one, even though like he wasn't. It's just this frustrated me so much yep. because he he has worked so hard to make change, but then he's telling another officer that's going through the exact same thing, same thing he did back then, mm. to not do it. It's like, well, okay, why have you spent all this time and effort keeping your head down, working hard to get to this point to then tell an officer to do, oh, just go through, keep your head down, don't do anything until you get high up. Okay, so how many officers have to keep their head down mm. and not bring up and not complain and not address the issue, not until they get up high into the ranks? So are you expecting a whole high-ranked officer of people in colour to then make a change? Why yeah. can't the change start with you? Yeah. That's what I got really frustrated is that, like, you're blocking someone from your past tra- – like, your trauma has affected you from that past time, which, of course, understandably, it would yeah. happen to anyone. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think because it caught him off guard, it's like, oh, now's his time to make that change. He didn't know how to do it. Yeah. Because it's such a huge thing to try and address. Yeah. There was no real plan of attack, and I don't think Holt knew how to – kind of a dread, like he didn't have yeah. a, you know, a plan to and how he would effectively support an officer during this time. Yeah. And and to your point, like Holt shut it down so quickly. Yeah. Without even asking for details. Yeah. Just was like, no. Don't do it. Yeah. Um, You'll wreck yourself. Yeah. And that's what uh, obviously frustrated Terry going, why? Mm. And yeah, it's probably bringing back bit of PTSD obviously yeah. for Holt. Um, he didn't complain. He kept quiet um, and dealt with it. But like everyone's been saying, times have changed mm. and you should be allowed to say what you want. Yeah. Complain if you want to. It's a serious issue. You cannot be judged by your culture Yeah. Um, just by walking down the street. Yep. You know, it's bad enough when you hear – Kids, but even some grown adults, just mouth off to anyone playing basketball mm. down the street, whatever. Go back to wherever. You're this, you're that. That's just as bad. But when an officer yeah, goes at a... At a Someone that's civil, supposed like, to be protecting the community. Yeah. And the disappointing thing is that because of the stereotype and either the way this guy's been brought up or whatever precinct he is from, right... It must be in their culture at that particular precinct that that's the right thing to do. Yeah. You know? And it's probably very possible that they've got no one of colour working at that precinct. Mm, Possibly, yeah. Because as Terry said, you know not one of us here would do what happened to him. Yeah. Because they are educated, they understand, they've been taught, they've heard Holt's stories and challenges Mm. But you would just think that as a force, as yeah. a whole, that that's just not on. Yeah. 
that's the disappointing thing. Like you said, they're meant to serve and protect. Mm-hmm. Even their soup. <laughs> Sorry, just a little <laughs> throw to the crossover. Um, but you know, and and yeah, it's just it really sucks. I'm just, like, it's just I. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, like it's just like. We will never really feel the impact of a situation like that, mm. but watching it and hearing about it, it's just like it blows my mind how how and why is that a thing in yeah. the world? Why why does it matter what you look like and what, what your culture is? Why? Yeah. Everyone's a person. Everyone's an individual. Judge them by the way that they treat other people. Not judge, but like, well, you know, that, no, that's right. Because like if I met somebody and I was trying to be their friend and stuff and I didn't like the way that they treated me or other people, I'd be like, well, you're not someone I'm worth having in my life. Yeah. That's how you build friendships or don't. <laughs> not just by looking at someone going, yeah, no, thanks. Yeah. Well, what the hell? <laughs> but anyway. Don't judge. So, no. Um, Talk to them first. Yeah, exactly right. Have a conversation. Yeah, that's right. Um, so a little bit that sort of goes with the Holt and Terry um, yes. scenario – oh, sorry, storyline here – is with um, Cagney and Lacey. Yeah. Um, with Jake and Amy trying to – well, when they're babysitting and they're, they're throwing some pretty challenging questions. Yes. Um, particularly, you know, oh, is it because my dad is mm. black? Is mm. he in trouble or something along those lines? They mm. ask a pretty – and kids, no filter. They just ask yeah, immediately up. what they think. Um, and what they've been told. So obviously, based on that question, Terry's pretty transparent with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think, again, from shows and stuff that I've seen, um, unfortunately, um, and I, again, I have to refer to Grey's Anatomy, but um, Bailey and Ben do it with their son. Um, they're of colour and he explains to um, their son that if a policeman addresses you, just immediately put your hands up. And, and show your hands. They're trying to – and the, the boy's like, but why do I have mm. to do that? And they go, unfortunately, it's because of our colour, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So with these little girls who are asking the same question, you know, That's like, what, how do you answer that? It breaks me, like, parents having to explain to their child, this is how the world treats us yeah. and this is just what you have to do because that's what society says so. Yeah. And it's the way people will retaliate mm. to you. And Terry, he was holding a blanket for goodness sake. Mm. Like he didn't have a sharp object in his hand. He didn't pick up, I don't know, a plank of wood or something off the ground that might look threatening. It was a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> like for goodness sake. And then sake. he turns around and just tries to have a normal comment, like tries to say normally, uh, I live around here. And he's like, stop yelling at me. He's like yelling. Don't raise your voice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm not. Yeah, they wouldn't have borrowed it. But, um, but credit to Jake, Jake and, and Amy. Amy. Yeah, they tried to call everyone on the precinct of what to do. Yeah, um, how to address it, which is good because they're like, which I found interesting for Amy because she didn't just jump on straight giving trying to give an answer. I'm so surprised because she's like because she's such a know-it-all. Yeah, that's what I mean. That like her personal, but it's good because it means that they both were like. Okay, this is too intense a topic. We need to, yeah, you know, how do we? We got to address this properly because these are children that essentially have, you know, know 
that there's something wrong and not right. And also I think Jake and Amy realise it's not a conversation they should be having with yes. them. It's like it how do we divert Terry. this? Yeah. So obviously their scenario in the end was um, movies cake. and cake. Yep. Yep. Um, and then the second time is when uh, we've already touched on, but when Terry goes to speak with the um, with the police officer, what was his name again? Sorry? Maldek. Maldek. Um, and at that point he goes, look, can you have the kids again? Mm-hmm. Um, and the girls, they don't want to watch movies and eat cake because they knew what kind of questions they would be asked. But I find it, I think it's really good writing and really good reflection of the characters that they didn't tell Terry what the girls asked to add to his pressure and his yeah. and his worries and, and what he's going through, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think because I think that if that was the case, he may not have asked them to go back knowing full well, he knows his girls, yeah. that they're not going to be swayed by cake and that all the time, that they would just keep asking the question until they get an answer. Yeah. You know, and so far between when Jake and Amy were there with the – yeah, so he got he got stopped. Jake and Amy had them that night with the cake and everything. No, no, no. So the babysitter, because they were out having dinner or something. Yeah. And the babysitters was with them when he got stopped. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jake and Amy went back to babysit when he went to see Holt. Yes, I'm saying. Oh, sorry, sorry I thought no. you were saying. Oh, no, no, I was just trying to timeline like uh, Terry, Terry, Jake and Amy with the kids and then Terry having to go to then have coffee. So what I'm try- so my point I'm trying to make is Terry hasn't really spent time with the girls during the day for them to potentially ask him the question. Yeah. So th- he's none the wiser they're even asking this question yeah. until they address it um, with them and explain <laughs> what Amy tries to anyway. Mm. Um, but I, I liked how they, you know, explained yeah. to them. Um, and then when Terry thanks them that the girls told, which I like. <laughs> the that orgasm that. juice. Oh, my God, the orgasm juice. I can't. I had to throw a joke in there. But oh, it was very to. good, yeah. And yeah. The, the thank you. The thank you card with Jake's like ginormous nose. nose. Yeah. <laughs> so very it. well. That was very I, good. And I have to admit, they, they did very well with like trying to transition out yes. of a serious yes. thing. In a sitcom, you know, the, the transitions for that would be very hard. Well, I think they transitioned it so well because at this point, oh, maybe not. Now, I'm, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong. Has Holt already spoken to Terry and said, shake my hand, like they shook on it at the end there out on the patio? No, um, it was after he said thank you because he goes, Terry, can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah. Let's take you outside. That's right. I was going to say, I thought. I think when he was in his office with it all closed because then they had a drink. That, wasn't that the very end end? Oh. Because then, he, no, no, that's at the end end because he says, I'm going to support you and I'm going to oh, lodge right. the yeah, complaint. Yeah, yeah. And I then he doesn't it. get the position. Yeah. And they think and then it's because of the complaint. Yeah. And that's when he's like, let's have a drink. And he's like. Yeah. It's something to celebrate the fact yeah. that you stood up for yourself. Yeah. And it, again, it's just unfortunately adding to it. It's just disappointing mm. that he potentially or allegedly has not gotten this position because of the complaint. Given yeah, the, they'll never know. But they'll never know. Assuming. But yeah, they can only assume. Yeah, which is sad. That what sucks is though that they're assuming it's that as well. Like that's that stereotype yeah. as well. You know, it's like it's maybe you're just not they, right they for the to. position. You know, it's just really bad timing. But maybe you just genuinely aren't right for that position. Yeah. You know, they didn't think that. I guess you don't want to think I'm no good for a position, but why would you want to think people deliberately didn't give you it mm. because of your comp- – like, 
what would you rather? Neither of them, really. But yeah, essentially. Yeah. In an ideal world. Yeah, exactly. That does not exist. So. Oh. Um, but I think we've we've really touched on that. Um, I feel like as much as we can. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did we have in this episode? Let's uh, lighten that was the That was only the two, the side-by-side plot. Anything happened with Charles? Why have I got Charles quotes here? Uh, he was at the start. Um, oh, it was when they like every time that Terry asked them to babysit, Charles was like, yeah, they can babysit. Oh, the whole baby thing. Yeah, yes. the, the baby train. And then they called him obviously for parenting advice That's as well. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he was just little snippets here That's and right. there. That's right, he was too. Yeah, In yeah. his cringeworthy baby crazed <laughs> oh my God. mind. Was he ever. But that was it. It was only cool. the two, yeah, the side-by-side plots. Yep. Um, yeah, awesome. Yeah. So just um, I'll do the IMDb rating right now. Yeah, but yeah. This episode got an eight point eight. Yeah, good. Well deserved. Yeah, yeah. You I did think, very well. Um, yeah, and and that's good that it is that high that mm. people respected and appreciated the way that they handled the episode. Um, and it wasn't like a terrible rating mm. because it really could have gone one of two ways: really good, or people were like. Yeah. Off. The only thing, uh, I think I mentioned this to you when we weren't recording, but the only thing that really bugged me about this episode um, when they were doing all the phone calls mm-hmm. was that the writers felt it was comfortable and okay for Gina's little response and saying sing Her them song. a song yeah. um, and what she's saying. I, was a, I cringed. I was just like maybe she could have sung just – the word racism once, mm, but it was like some, three or four something times. Different. It was too much for me. I was just like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, stop. It's, uh, given the context of this episode, I just felt – it's the only time I felt that they were cheapening the the um, the issue with the – Yeah, they were cheapening it for humour when they didn't need to. When they didn't need to. You had Scully and Hitchcock eating cake yeah. together in bed. You had Rosa doing whatever hell she was doing and stuff. Telling him um, to go to bed at 6 o'clock. And oh, then, that's right. She's like to send him to bed. And then yeah. you had cringeworthy Charles. Like, that yeah, was enough. like that was enough. You didn't – I just felt like that just wasn't needed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they could have just cut that out. I didn't appreciate that mm. personally, but, yeah. No, no. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Mm. Uh, quotes. What you got? Uh, my quotes, my mm-hmm. quotes, my lovely lady quotes. Check them out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not my homes again. <laughs> um, Jake goes, what do we do? We can't call Terry. We told him we could handle anything. I've got it. We just leave. We go home. Never speak of this. <laughs> Amy, no, we can't delete the children. They're in our care. He goes, right. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> That's how it ended. So I had one um, sort of like uh, the way... <laughs> Jake. <laughs> so Rosa goes, are you too sure you should be babysitting? You seemed real freaked out when you called me last night, Amy. Yes, but then we figured out how good, how to be good parents. TV and cake. And then Jake goes, TV and cake were my parents. <laughs> Jake laughs and then starts to look really sad. And Amy goes, it's okay. Because <laughs> the reality of, yeah, it's like yeah they probably were actually my parents. <laughs> Uh, I only had one more where I said, um, Terry goes, um, where did you start letting them play with the windows? (laughs) And Jake goes, uh, on eighth, it was close to the house. 
Terry goes, it better be. The sitter leaves in 10 minutes and this is the last thing I need, okay? <laughs> Jake goes, so sorry about this, Sarge. Oh, and one more thing. I love you. Oh, yes. Terry goes, I love you too, Jake. Yeah. And hangs up. But he hesitates. He's like, oh, I love you too, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> I've noticed that every, a lot of calls, like, Jake will always say, I love you, Terry. Yeah. Oh, they do too. Um, I sort of had two here. So I had the whole, like, baby thing with Charles, but I'm not going to read that. So I had these two um, where Holt goes, I came to a realisation after you stormed out last night, Sarge. I wouldn't say I stormed out. I shook hands with you and Kevin before I left. And Holt goes, yeah, and Kevin and I agree that you squeeze significantly tighter than necessary. Sarge goes, I guess I was a little worked up. <laughs> and then the last one I have here is Sarge saying, I'm supposed to pick up Cagney and Lacey from daycare in 30 minutes, but I have to stay... Sorry, I have to stay late to work on an application I just got from Holt. Rosa, they're six. They can take the subway. Gina, Rosa, that's crazy. They're babies. Terry, just call them an Uber. Scully, or just have your sitter pick them up. <laughs> Jake, Scully actually has the most reasonable answer. These truly are strange days. <laughs> <laughs> I liked actually there. Scully redeemed himself. Yeah. From this morning. From, yeah, from the start, <laughs> yeah. Uh, any trivia... Any Holt handouts or goofs this episode? Um, well, apparently this is the second time we see Boyle twinning with a member of the squad, with Amy. <gasps> the, the pink shirt. Yes. Yes. Um, the first time was in Undercover where his outfit uh, with Amy's was the same. Yes. Boyle's wearing pink both times, which contradicts a statement <gasps> he made in Detective Dave Majors oh. when he said that, the squad would tear him to shreds if he ever wore pink. Oh, do you remember, remember when that? Rosa, Rosa wore, wore pink, pink? And he's like, if I wore that, you guys would tear me to shreds. And this is two times he's worn pink. Yeah. Shoot. I think it was more salmon in the first one with the with Amy, yeah. but this was definitely pink. And I was like the pinstripe, like barbershop oh, it was quartet awful. kind even of vibe. I mean, it suited him because he's so big. But yeah. I, even I was like, I don't like this shirt. Nah. <laughs> But that was like the only kind of bit of trivia I had. Did you have any? I had a couple. So one here is early in the episode when Terry screams about having a big problem, Amy asks if it's a real life or math problem. Terry snaps, why would it be a big math problem? And Amy replies, I've seen it happen. This is a reference to the earlier episode, The Skyfire Circle, where Captain Holt and Kevin Husband have an argument about the Monty Hall problem. Oh, It's yeah. a math problem. <laughs> it's a math problem. It is. Um, a goof here we had was when Jake and Amy are driving, the van interior shots clearly show that the gear is in park. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. Good one, guys. <laughs> Come on, guys. One job. Uh, um, and this was sort of like a um, – oh, what did they put it as? Um, I think they put it as a character error. No, a plot. It was, all right. it was a plot error or something along those lines. So it says here – when Cagney and Lacey ask why their father was in trouble with the police and if it's because he's black, Jake and Amy freak out and call all the other squad members for advice on what to tell them except for Captain Holt. Given that Holt is not only an authority figure but a black man, not reaching out to him on the issue makes no sense. So mm. it was a plot flaw. They felt that given Holt's background. I do but I think at that time... Terry was with Holt. No. Mm. Not – oh, it depends which one they're talking about. Oh, when they're calling everyone, he was too. Mm -hmm. 
because t- yeah, it was when they explain the um, orgasm. <laughs> I'm going to go to that part. That Terry's with the Maldak. The Mal- yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I I do understand. I I see. I get what, what they're saying. Yeah, I get what yeah. they're saying. But in regards to the plot, like it would have been hard to try and incorporate that because Terry was going to go address Holt. So how – okay, I've missed something in the storyline. Okay. Um, no, no, no. So with ah. Jake babysitting – Jake and Amy babysitting them the first time with the cake and everything, did they know he was going to see Holt or did they think – So I've missed they something. picked up Cagney and Lacey from care Yeah. and taken them back – because then the babysitter was coming. Yeah. Because um, that's when Terry was doing his essay. Yes. That's the and, first one. And then, like, all the issue happened. And then the next day, um, he was like, oh, I need to kind of talk to Holt. So he talks to Holt in the office. He's concerned of Holt's response, but he still wants to – he's like, what the hell? And Jake and Amy are like, you go afterwards, go talk to Holt after work. We'll take care of the girls. Okay, I missed that conversation. That's Because that's when Charles goes in behind them and goes, you know, makes all that comment. And they're like, Charles, get out. Like, this is in the break was... room. Oh. The only one I remember when Charles did that weird thing was when they're still at their desks and he asks them, can you take the girls? I'm going to go talk to – I can't say his name. Maldak. Thank you. Um, I just – Okay. I missed. I missed that. So that was that was the third time he asked him. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because they offered. They offered the first time, mm-hmm. and that's when he gave the minivan. Yeah, it's the second one. I just missed that. I'm like, how did? And they, that's when they first asked they the girls first asked the question. And that's yes, when they called yes. everyone. Agreed. Yeah. So I that's why Holt couldn't be a part of that plotline because right. Terry was going to. go. And they knew that he was going to. Yes. His place. Okay. Cool. That's cool. No, I, I missed that conversation between the characters. I don't know how I missed that, but I obviously I did. Mm. I was just thinking about then. I was like, wait, the second time they went, why were they there? How did they know they were going to be there? That's fine. All G. <laughs> um, let's rate the episodes. Yep. One uh, sec. I just need to do a little cough. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Jeez. Um, What's your rating? My rating, episodes? I put it down as eight. Oh, I gave it a nine. Oh. I really liked these episodes. I think they just went really well together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this last episode, even just purely based off like our conversation now um, that we've just had about it all. And I think it, it's a good episode to get people talking. Um, yeah. You know, we didn't specifically talk about the issue there because in our life, because we don't really face that, but we spoke about it from a different perspective um, that other issues arise. So I just like that the episode, you know, gets that out of people and, and gets that conversation going. Yeah. So I think it's a credit to the show um, and the writers and obviously the actors mm. as well were very sensitive with the way that their reactions were and that stuff too. They were pretty genuine about I it. Actually, put me down as 8.5. Ah, that talk you into a greater high of greater Nah, because I kept reflecting. I went back to the episode. Oh, uh, yeah. I had to separate my brain from the previous two episodes um, from our last episode yep. that we recorded. Yep, yep. Um. Then I was like, yeah, okay. I'll bump it up a little (laughs) bit. They're a bit different. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Who's your MVP? I've already got your shittiest. I'll tell you mine in a minute. But who's your MVP? I put it down as Jake and Charles in the last ride. Oh, interesting. 
Very interesting. Just because, like how we originally said, that went back to kind of early days, Jake yep. and Charles, the reminiscing. Yeah. Just proving that despite all the changes that are happening, that yep. their love for one another and brotherly connection is still there and um, the whole like little crying mm-hmm. incident. Yeah, it's just the – it was good to have that taste again. Yeah. Nah, fair enough. Um, my MVP was a tie with Terry and Rosa. I felt like they were very dominant in both these episodes, Mm -hmm. obviously with Terry. Um, I found Terry extremely entertaining in the last ride and how badly he wanted those um, cases and how he interacted with Scully and Hitchcock and obviously Rosa with like helping him out there Mm. and how understanding – and I appreciated that Rosa was the first one to realise something was up with Terry Yeah, when he came back and still kept saying – well, what's his car? What does he drive? And where does he park it? Like, I like that she just kept referring to that. And I say, I've got you back. What, I'll do anything for you. Mm. Like, I really appreciated that about her. Um, and for some reason, now that I think about it, I think I really struggled with the shittiest, but I put Charles. Oh, because oh, he was a bit annoying. Yeah. In that last episode, yeah. he really bugged me. I didn't really have a shitty in the first episode. Um, yeah, neither. No. So that's that's really all I went with. I'm sorry, Charles. <laughs> but you're my poo-poo. Yeah. Um, but I think that's it. I think we've yeah. covered everything. I think so. We haven't forgotten anything, have we? Probably have, knowing us. Mm, who knows? We tend to forget everything. Um, but a huge thank you, as usual, to all our listeners. Welcome to all our new listeners across Welcome. the world um, and obviously in Australia. Yes. Uh, but we, we appreciate your feedback. We've actually had some pretty good feedback mm. Um from some of our posts and stuff lately, uh, people giving us some advice. Actually, Kate, how does this sound to you? Um, We've had some feedback from a few people saying, oh, are you guys just doing Brooklyn Nine-Nine? And I said, look, for now we are, um, but we do want to branch out into other like TV shows Mm -hmm. once we're done with Brooklyn Nine-Nine and maybe some movie trilogies and stuff like that. And someone, including Shane, also suggested, well, why don't we throw in like – a movie episode somewhere. To break it up. To break it up a little bit. Have like a bonus episode or something like that. So what I'm thinking is if you and I jot down um, some of our favourite movies Mm -hmm. and hopefully if there's some that either of us haven't seen on each other's list Mm -hmm. or if we've seen the same, let's spin a wheel and then pick a movie. Or we could even do a um, – like on Instagram, if you yes. follow us, yes, we'll put up a little like voting poll, and oh, you as listeners idea. can decide what you would like to hear most. Yeah, good out of idea. a choice, well, maybe we'll put up a choice of four, and then you guys can do the poll. Yeah, and no more than two votes because if you pick all four, that's not going to help with a percent. No, with a make a decision. Pick so on one. No more, no, no more than two. I like that. Two from me, two from you. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we'll go with, with the majority rules. If you've got any suggestions, send them through through Ooh, the yeah. DMs. Slide yeah. into is our DMs. A, is there a movie um, We can do a question box. Like? We could. The options are endless. Oh, my gosh, guys. <laughs> um, Be prepared. Yes. So hopefully um, in a few episodes' time we'll throw in a nice bonus episode there. Mm. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. Something a bit different. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Refreshing. Um, just uh, just putting it out there, just uh, no horror or thriller, thank you, because yeah. you honestly will never get me watching that. So don't put in like Saw or something like that because yeah, it's no, just no, not no. going to happen. And I'm all good. Um, yeah. So anything else about that we're good with. <laughs> um, Caitlin is a yes, Disney mate. princess. So like I am. 
you know, that's that's what she's into. Yeah. So, so but opposite that, of horror. Yeah, yeah, very opposite. That being said, it doesn't have to be a Disney movie. Um, it could be oh, bloody hell, I don't know, like a Star Wars or something. Oh god, that's a lot of Star Wars. Um, I don't know. We'd we'll pick fight, one movie. We'll, yeah, just one Star Wars. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Thank you to everyone. We appreciate all your feedback. And yes. obviously the biggest thank you we could give is to the Hobby Homies Network. Yes, thank you, gentlemen. Yes, thank you for everything. Yes. Um, we say this every episode. Without you guys, we wouldn't have the space, the microphones. Um, mm-hmm. By the time you guys are actually listening to this episode, we're probably in the new studio. Huzzah! Um, but this one is still recorded in the old um, studio for now. Yeah. So um, at this point, the grossets have moved. Huzzah! Um, new studio is up and about. Uh, so our next episode after this will have been recorded in the new episode. And hopefully Kate and I will have a comfy couch. Oh, that would be good. Um, I've already begged Shane to put our couch in the, in the studio. <laughs> so just make room for it, please. So make it happen. Crossed, yeah. Because um, we're very fidgety. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my bum's so sore oh, right, sitting on so these bus. Bad. I don't know how the guys do this. Oh, well, to be fair, they don't babble on as much as us uh, anyway. That's true. <laughs> Gas banging. Yes. So thank you. Um, Kate, where can we find the Hobby Homies? Uh, you can check them out on Discord, YouTube for all their lives and all their recent videos, all the tabletop gaming. You can check out the social media, um, being that Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can also go to their website, hobbyhomies.com. And I believe they have merch. They do. There's a couple hats and hooties. hoodies, T-shirts. Yeah, know. even stickers, I think. Yeah, I think they've got some stickers. They've got badges. They've got all mm, sorts of It's a pretty cool so logo, actually. It is pretty cool, yeah. Um, but, yeah, give them a like, give them a follow, check them out. Yeah. Um, it's pretty interesting, everything they do, the tabletop gaming. It's pretty fun. Yeah. And... It seems pretty daunting when you look at all like the figurines and that, but it's actually one like, pretty fun. It's decently easy to understand. Yeah, and it's not, if I can understand it. Yeah, it's true. If, if Caitlin can understand <laughs> them, I think we're all good. You guys good. are good. <laughs> yeah, we got it under control, guys. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Too good. Yeah, lovely. I feel like that's it. Yeah, yeah. Kate, I've been dying to ask you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's one door plus one door? Two, Two doors. doors. <laughs>